0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It's Monday, June 19th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. 45 miles southwest of Columbus, near Washington Courthouse, a man in Fayette County is accused of attacking a family member with an axe, but the family dog stepped in. ONN's Amy Steigerwald reports. The sheriff's office says it happened early Friday morning at a home in Wayne Township. The victim told deputies Derek Honacker entered the victim's bedroom and hit him several times with an axe. According to the sheriff's office, that's when the family's dog bit Honacker multiple times, stopping the attack. Honacker is being treated for his injuries. He is charged with attempted murder. The victim is expected to be okay. I'm Amy Steigerwald. Dayton police are investigating a shooting Saturday morning that left one person dead and two in custody. Police from multiple agencies and the FBI were on the scene for several hours investigating. Officers say it started as a fight and shots were fired. Police say one of the suspects was arrested in Dayton and the other in Centerville. An elderly woman has died after being crushed by an ambulance leaving an apartment complex in northeast Ohio. ONN's Eric Brown has more. On Saturday around 9 p.m., a neighbor of an unnamed 68-year-old woman called the Parma Heights Police concerned that she had fallen and couldn't answer the door. When contacted, she initially refused treatment but later stepped outside to the ambulance's passenger side, fell, and was crushed as it drove away. Paramedics were unaware the woman had come outdoors or why she was trying to contact them. The incident remains under investigation. Eric Brown, ONN News. A house fire early this morning in East Cleveland killed two people, including a little girl. Here's ONN's Dave James. The East Cleveland Fire Department says the call came in just before 4 o'clock this morning of a house fire. A 6-year-old girl and her 75-year-old grandmother died in the blaze. Two adults, both 44 years old, were hospitalized in stable condition. Firefighters say those two had jumped from a second-story window. The cause of the fire is under investigation. Dave James, I went in news. Two people died in another fire in East Cleveland, this one early Saturday morning. ONN's Neil Fisher has the story. Two elderly women are dead after a house fire in East Cleveland. The East Cleveland Fire Department tells us the fire started inside a home on East 135th Street around 4 o'clock. Crews found both women inside the home. The cause of the fire is under investigation. I'm Neil Fisher. One of the nine tornadoes that hit northern Ohio last Thursday was in Ottawa County, just south of Oak Harbor. ONN's John Monk in Toledo reports. Folks living in the south end of Ottawa County thought the strongest part of the storm was up near the lake. But then a damaging tornado swept through, hitting a dozen homes and destroying multiple barns. Along with downed power lines and destroyed roofs, one dairy barn was completely obliterated. And it took the dairy farm all night and most of the morning to account for all of their lost cows. No serious injuries have been reported. I'm John Monk from Ottawa County. The search continues for a missing 25-year-old Ohio State University student in Columbus. Amina Ohaj Omar was last seen over a week ago at a gas station on the city's south side. Yesterday, her sister posted on social media that she's still missing. Video from the gas station showed her carrying two knives. Her sisters just want to find her. She deserves to be found and to get the help and the treatment that she needs. She needs to be treated. We're just extremely worried. The missing woman's car was found along I-270 in South Columbus with damage from an apparent accident. She's been spotted in other areas of South Columbus since then. Police consider her to be endangered. A woman who'd been missing for several days after scaling a fence at a treatment facility in Hilliard, west of Columbus, has been found. ONN's Tracy Townsend has more. The daughter of a mayor in Massachusetts who went missing in Hilliard is now safe. Hilliard police say 18-year-old Riley O'Connell was found safe by Columbus police. O'Connell's mother, Shauna, says that she went missing last Wednesday from the Evoke Wellness Center where Riley had been getting treatment for some mental health issues. I'm Tracy Townsend. A bus driver has been arrested on a charge of driving under the influence while transporting the Pittsburgh Pirates from Chicago to Milwaukee for their weekend series with the Brewers. ONN's Angela Ann has details. Illinois State Police say the driver was traveling away from officers seeking to escort the bus on his trip to Milwaukee late Thursday. Troopers said they observed more erratic driving and eventually stopped the bus on the right shoulder of Interstate 94 in Chicago. The driver isn't a Pirates employee but was contracted to drive the team to Milwaukee after the completion of their series with the Cubs. Angela Ann, ONN News. Most government offices are closed today for the Juneteenth holiday, but many businesses are open as usual. Juneteenth marks the day in 1865 when black enslaved people in Galveston, Texas, got word of their liberation through the Emancipation Proclamation. The U.S. Supreme Court is expected to rule this month on President Joe Biden's plan to forgive thousands of dollars per person in student loan debt. But Ohio's Republican U.S. Senator is against that plan. J.D. Vance says student loan debt is a big problem, but he blames the colleges and universities for most of it. You could put that student loan debt on the taxpayers. You could effectively ask a blue-collar worker to pay the debts of somebody else, somebody who has much higher earning potential. That, to me, is fundamentally unfair and un-American. But we could also do the thing where we force the colleges to assume some of the costs of the debt bomb that they're, they're creating in our country. Vance says colleges are inflating tuition beyond what is necessary and have large staffs that have nothing to do with the core mission of education. And a private nonprofit online university has been in Ohio for five years now. Western Governors University is based in Utah and was founded in 1997 when the governors of 19 western states pledged funding from their states to get it started. Since then, 14 states have created satellite schools, with Ohio joining five years ago. K.L. Allen is chancellor of WGU Ohio. We're coming up on 10,000 graduates, which is amazing. I mean, nationally, we're over 320,000 graduates. But in the great state of Ohio, you know, coming in on 10,000. The school offers more than 60 bachelor's and master's degrees in healthcare, teachers' education, and business. Special thanks to our affiliates, WKYC TV in Cleveland, WBNS TV in Columbus, and WTOL TV in Toledo, for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network.